Proverbs 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not turn from it. (laughs) Raising children up in the way they should go. Loving them and guiding them and protecting them, but not making all their choices for them. To a certain point. When they're younger, they're dependent upon us. We protect them. We don't let them go into the street. We don't let them touch a hot stove. We um, guide them in the ways of the word. We um, read the scripture around to them. We, We take them to Sunday school. We take them to vacation Bible school. We take them to youth group. But, and we can point them in the way of the Lord. We, we can raise them up as godly parents to be godly children. But as children grow up, they must need, need to make their own decision. That's, this verse is not a promise that children will live in a godly manner. Even if their parents did. And we all know we fail, right? We all fall short. We're all sinners. We all didn't love properly or or didn't guide properly or didn't parent properly in some instances, but we did love on them and we did teach them and train them in the Bible. We did do do the things that we knew were of God, of Scripture. But this is not a direct promise. Proverbs, none of Proverbs is. It's just a general observation of life that is typically true. And this helps to explain why some parents faithfully raise their children to follow God Yet the child, the young adult, rebels against God. (laughs) That's a difficult thing for a parent to do. But in remembering as we bring up children, we need to allow them to make their own choices. The only way that happens is we step back and let them, as they mature, to make the choices that they need to make and suffer the consequences when they don't. Not to safeguard to the point where we build walls around them and we're making all their choices and they're 21 years old and then they go off or they're 19 and they go off to school and wow, there's a whole new world and I didn't have my folks here to make that decision so I go off another direction. I remember sitting my son on the edge of the bed at the age of 18 getting ready to go off to college and I said, son, you have been raised In a godly home, you have parents who wish and only to follow God and and our desires for you to follow God. But it has to be a faith of your own. You have to own it and love it and absorb it and trust it. It it, it has to be your decision, not your mom's or mine. And today, as we walk out life with him as a 20, almost a 29-year-old and his confession, his, his truth that he spoke to me several weeks ago is that I don't believe what you believe. That hurts, yet I know and I trust that God is a God who loves us unconditionally, even in the life of a, of a child, who says they don't believe that we still love them 
as Christ has loved us. Still want to love them where they are and love them with truth as well as grace. To challenge, not convict. To love and not hate. To to, uh, bring to and not push away. So difficult. Yet, (laughs) that's the example that God gives us through His Son, Jesus Christ. He could have easily pushed us away, but didn't. So the defense is, and the offense is, pray. Pray. Pray that the worldly desires would be severed, would be crushed. Pray for protection as they're in the midst of the storm and the worldly chaos and the desire to walk within the world. Pray, pray, pray. Let's walk out the realization that the Holy Spirit is who brings someone to Christ, who elevates the need for a Savior. We can point them. We can love them. We can live around them and love them where they are, but it's not until they through the bidding of the Holy Spirit, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, rise up and ask why. And then you can help guide them towards God. But it is important that we train them up, we love them, and continue to walk with them and pray for them. Go out, make it a wonderful, God-filled praying day for those around you.